Hey dudes, this is Michael, one of the co-hosts of Two Dudes in the Nest, the show you're about to listen to. If you are a first-time listener and you've picked one of these older episodes to listen to, maybe because it's one of your favorite games on the NES, I don't blame you. However, I just want to warn you that uh, this is, some of these episodes are three, four, maybe five years old. And this is before we got new audio equipment. This is really before we even knew what we were doing. But we... You know, we want to leave them on the feed as long as we can because we want to have plenty of episodes for people to listen to. I just want to give a fair bit of warning before we get started. If you're an older listener and you're going back to listen to an episode again, uh, you may hear something new because right before the episode starts here, we're going to have an advertisement, which is probably not what you heard the first time through. But now we started doing ads in our shows, so we're going to have an ad here. Anyways, I hope you enjoy. And if you do enjoy, please subscribe to the podcast and listen to as many episodes as you can. It always helps us out. And tell a friend, too. That'd be nice. Enjoy the show. Bob from the Flagons and Dragons podcast, and you are listening to Two Dudes and an NES. Hey, Justin. What's up, man? Uh, not much. Just uh, blowing some bubbles. Yeah? A little, uh, been to a kid's birthday party, got you some bubbles? Yeah, sort of. I uh, got me a couple little pet dinosaurs, little tiny ones. Have they been eating dish soap? <laughs> yep. It's their favorite meal. <laughs> Just to eat soap. Yeah, they like they like uh, they like crickets. They like crickets, and they just dip them in like Cascade. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then they blow these stupid bubbles, and everybody gets trapped in them. Yeah, I know. It's just it's, my dog eater. She gets trapped in them all the time. It's just <laughs> I'm always having to scold Bub and Bob. Right. <laughs> Stop, <laughs> please. <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah. yeah. So uh, we right. have a guest again today. Okay. Okay. Yeah. This is special a special guest. Yeah, he's an old old friend, an old friend. He's he's been on the show a few times. Reoccurring guest, yes. Yeah. So uh, you know, some people like him, some people don't. But yeah, but he's, he's wildly back. popular. Wildly popular. Hello. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. There he is. Hey Mario, how's it going? It's Mario. Yep. Well, Mario, you're being awfully quiet. Uh, freaking Mario just wants to go pull a Carl. <laughs> Mario will not cooperate with anything that we do. This is. No. No. I don't. I don't understand. <laughs> we just can't. I told him to go before the show. Right. And he just he has to go. Hey, Mario! Oh, all right, he's back. He's back. Hey, Mario. All right, Mario. So have you played Bubble Bobble before? Nintendo! Yeah, it was on the Nintendo. Yeah. So have you, so have you played it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. Did you like it? He's thinking about it. He's in deep thought here. It's really not that hard. <laughs> just did you like yeah. it? <laughs> it's not a. 
Yes or no answer, Mario. Uh, okay. Yeah, I didn't quite, I didn't quite catch, catch that. Uh. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> okay, so um, uh, Mario, have you been drinking? Oh, okay. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> Oh boy. Okay, Mario. This uh, this really isn't working out. I really don't know why Justin. I thought this was going to be a good idea. I'll save you. Ah! Wait. No. Oh boy. What are you doing? Oh. Oh. Uh. Sorry, guys. I really thought you wanted him taken care of. No, we were just going to ask him to leave. Yeah. But how do we get him out of here? Well, uh, we just sort of wait. Uh, he'll just fall out eventually. As uh, long as nobody pops, pops him, that would be bad. Geronimo! Mario! Now look what you guys have done. Oh, oh geez. Sorry, guys. Reflex. So, uh, you guys want to play some Bubble Bubble? Mario. Oh boy, we're going to need to take a break, guys. We'll be right back. Justin's Historical Tidbits and Trivia. How about some history? Yeah. All right, so Bubble Bobble is, uh, was originally an arcade game, was ported to many different video game systems, including the NES. Uh, some of the more notable things that it was... Um, Ported to is ported to the Sega Master System. Not that anybody listening to this show ever played that. Uh, ported to the PlayStation, Sega Saturn, Commodore 64, the Atari ST, and Apple II. Actually, Apple II. What do you know? Sega Game Gear as well. There's a, there's a ton. Uh, there's but uh, at different times that it was ported to different systems. It'd probably uh, easier just list the ones that it wasn't. Right. Right. So, pretty much any game system that was made after the PlayStation, it was not. Except for mobile phones. You can actually get it on your mobile phone. But, anyway. So, Bubble Bobble was created by a company called Tato. Like, beans and tatoes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, beans and tatoes. Love me some beans and tatoes. Right, yeah. Um, I'm a big, pretty big fan of Tato Soup, too. Right, Tato Soup's pretty good, too. Uh, it was, uh, but either way, Tato Corporation was a uh, company founded by a Russian-Jewish businessman named Michael Kogan as Tato Trading Company. And Tato started out uh, distributing vending machines. And then they, uh, then they went to jukeboxes, and then they eventually started working on creating arcade games. And so in 1978, a guy by the name of Toshiro Toshihiro... Nishikado uh, created the game that everybody knows uh, if you're an arcade junkie, Space Invaders. Uh, probably one of the most famous arcade games in history. One of the earliest. And uh, So, after the success... Can I what? stop you for just a second? Yeah. You just... I, I know people listening to the podcast don't, don't know this, but... Uh, I'm watching you because we're doing like a video chat, and you just waved your hand across the screen like this. <laughs> and I'm well, wondering, did you just use your force powers on me or something? Yes, yes. Did you just say, uh, you know, you will like this game? Mm-hmm. 
Okay. Well, Sorry. <laughs> actually, what that is is my computer is a touch screen. My laptop oh, is. Wow. So that Jeez. was me. To, yeah, big fancy, huh? Listeners, man, we never mind about sending us any donations. We're rich. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I, that's me touching the screen, going back and forth between notes and okay. notes and you. Uh, so anyway, so we got uh, uh, they created Space Invaders, and then they continued making more arcade games, and they made a lot of famous uh, arcade games: Speed Race, Gunfight, Kicks, uh, Buggy Challenge. And, of course, Bubble Bobble in 1986. So Bubble Bobble was actually ported to the Nintendo in 1988. And the develop the designer of this game was a man by the name of Fukio Mitsui. Mitsuji. I mean, let, me, let me do that again. Mm-hmm. Fukio Mitsuji. Uh, Fukio Mitsuji has... You know this family friendly. <laughs> Uh, Fukio Mitsuji is uh, actually since passed away. He passed away in 2008. But I do have an interview where he uh, did with CVG. I'm going to read a couple of these quotes because they're pretty neat. Um, so he was asked, why is Bubble Bobble fun and what makes it and slash made it popular? And his uh, he said, um, my original concept was to create a game that is both thrilling and exhilarating. Bubbles are an intuitive visual cue to convey a fun element and popping them all at once triggers thrills and exhilaration. You had to play cooperatively in order to reach the true ending. So compared to other titles, cooperative gameplay is a more crucial part. As a result, many players challenged the game by teaming up with other players. Also, couples were seen playing this game together. And he was asked, is it surprising that Bubble Bobble's popularity has endured? And why has it endured? And he said, I think it's because of their cute character design and unique ability to shoot bubbles. Nice. And one more, one more quote from this interview that I thought was pretty neat. Uh, uh, and this is kind of the whole point of our podcast, really. Uh, what do you think of the direction in which video games have gone since Bubble Bobble's debut? And he said, these days, games have become driven by technology and tend to rely too much on sounds and visuals. I think we should look back and think about the essence of video games. So that is exactly what we're doing. Looking back at the essence of video games. I like it. And it's funny. I was going to wait and mention this when we talk about gameplay, but I can talk about it now because it kind of fits. You're talking about how he would they would see couples playing stuff. Yeah. Uh I I don't really I don't really get my wife to play a whole lot of games with me. But uh, last night. In preparation for the, I guess just because of the simple gameplay and cutesy characters and whatnot, but right. we played it. We had a really good time. Yeah, he seems to be a very happy-go-lucky guy. He likes apparently likes bubbles and thinks that bubbles are intuitively fun, and popping them equals thrills and exhilaration. I agree. <laughs> There's a reason why you give kids bubbles and they're and they're, you know, they're satiated for hours on end. Right. Right. One more interesting thing that I forgot to mention talking about Tato. Tato in 2005 bought Square, the big famous company Square Enix. Uh-huh. It was obviously famous for Final Fantasy. Right. So they're actually owned by Tato now. Wow. Uh, that's, that's, uh, that's, that's some sweet Tato. Yeah. Sweet Tatas? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, got, you got you some of them sweet Tatas over there? 
Yeah, I like mine with a little bit of marshmallow. Yeah, a little Some brown sugar. sugar. Yeah. yeah, right. right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, in 1996, Tato announced that they had lost the original source code uh, to this yeah. game. Yeah, and um, which is kind of an interesting thing. And um, that's pretty much it as far as the history goes. It was released on the Virtual Console on December 31st, 2007, so play it on New Year's Eve. Good. Uh, yeah. So, anyway, um, obviously it's been one of the more famous games for Nintendo. Would you consider this kind of an obscure title, or was this like a famous title? You know, I don't know. It's hard to tell. This was really famous for me growing up. Yeah, it was for me too. I don't know if it was famous for everybody. I think it was a pretty popular arcade game, though. So maybe it was pretty famous on the home console. We'd have to ask some people that were older than four or five years old. (laughs) I guess the reason that I asked that is it could have been famous back then, but you know, today's time, when you think about NES games, obviously you think Mario, and you think... Contra, Metroid, Mega Man, games like that, is Bubble Bobble up at that list? And I don't know if it is. I don't think that it is. I don't think that when you think original Nintendo games, that this one pops up for most people. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. It was it was popular enough to where they used these little dragon guys in in future games. Mm-hmm. They they use them in um, Bust a Move. Yeah. So. Right. Right. So, did you have this game, or is this a game that you had to go on some long journey to find? Michael's quest to find the cart. Uh, a little bit of both. I had this game, and uh, when I was growing up, and I played it all the time, and it disappeared at some point. I have no idea where it is. The original one. So, I didn't really go on a quest for it, but when we went to take this past year, when we went to Myrtle Beach... Uh, I went to this really cool store called Player's Choice yeah. in, in North Myrtle Beach. And it's cool. they got all these awesome old arcade games that you can play for a quarter. And, uh, and they got old games and stuff. And I just happened to see it. And I was like, man, I used to have this game. I love Bubble Bobble. I'll pick it up. And it was a decent price. So I picked it up while I was there. Played a bunch of arcade games. It's pretty fun. I recommend going and checking out Player's Choice. If you're around the North Myrtle Beach area, it's in this really old mall. Yeah. That has been taken over by Tanger across the street. So, so the mall is really kind of run down and, and junky. It reminds me of Foothills Mall. mall here. But uh, the have player's you, choice is, is it's good. It's worth going into the junky mall. Yeah. Huh. Have you, uh, have you been to the. Uh, that place we used to go to, I think it's called the Fort Sanders Yacht Club. Have you seen yeah. it lately? The Barcade? No, I haven't been. We used to call it the Barcade. Right. I, I, I'll tell you a story about that place, too, because I, I feel like I should bash them real quick. Okay. What they <laughs> okay. I can't remember if it was John's birthday or my birthday, but we, we were going there for one of our two birthdays, John of, uh, Super, or John of Punch-Out episode. We were going for yeah. one of our birthdays. Probably, we'll say his birthday. And uh, we went, and, you know, we were having a great time, okay? It was, right. co- it was cool. You know, there was a few people in there. wasn't many. Of course, we're old people now, so this was at, like, 8 o'clock. We are having a great time. Yeah. We were there for a couple of hours. You know, there's some other people there. 
chatting it up, playing arcade games. Of course, they also have like the couch with the old Nintendo games set up. And uh, you know, it's fun. Good music, not loud. Yeah, playing arcades, drinking beer. Uh, about ten o'clock rolls around, and there's a shift change, right? <laughs> okay. And this girl walks in to be the new bartender. They only have one bartender. They're just one person runs the whole place because it's real small. Right. It actually looks like an alleyway that they've added a door. <laughs> right. But anyway, so this the shift change girl walks in. She walks in. She looks like she's just got out of a rave party, probably from the night before. <laughs> <laughs> you know, she's like obviously um, on some sort of medication. I don't know. Like, <laughs> Synthroid. I don't know. <laughs> Is it actually prescribed? <laughs> probably not. Probably not. <laughs> anyway, she walks in. She's like, hey, everybody. We ready to have a good time? <laughs> And she goes behind the bar. Oh, we're having a good time now, but okay. She goes behind the bar, and like, I guess the light, she dims the lights, uh, changes the radio station from like a classic rock that we're listening to to like this rave music, (laughs) and just turns it up to 11, and it's, and we can't hear what we're saying to each other, and we can't, we can't, it's just, the night just turns terrible. But the funniest part is, and the reason why we've never been back probably, is because we all decide, okay, we're going to sit down close together so we can talk at this table and we'll figure it out. We, we wanted to finish the beers that we had. And uh, we're sitting there and John, I guess he just gets really frustrated all of a sudden. And he uh, he yells, like kind of at the top of his lungs, but not really, just loud enough to where he he wanted everybody to hear, and I guess the song dipped down right at the right time. Man, this place is great if it wasn't for all this stupid loud music and the terrible, I don't know what he said exactly. But he said something kind of offensive to the, to this girl. Yeah. And uh, so she comes over and says something like, yeah, you guys can finish your beer and leave. Yeah. I heard you. I heard you, Zed. I don't know. So John kind of got us kicked out. Not exactly. Oh, John. But he made the bartender lady mad. But it was her fault because she was a jerk. Well, you know, I don't understand this this thing. It is something, not to go off on a tangent here, but... That's okay. Adam, we're, already, we're already about elbow deep in a tangent right now. Anyway. <laughs> Adam Carolla, I don't know if any of our listeners, I think a few of our listeners listen to Adam Carolla too. And he talks about this on his podcast. But what is it about, you know... Like sports bars, like places that you would go and not, it's not a dance club. And you right. go and you just want to watch a, a ball game with your buddies or maybe even have a bite to eat or like Barcade where, you, you know, that's a place where you're going to go play arcade games. And what is it with pumping the techno music in? <laughs> I like, don't know. You go to the, the Applebee's and they're like pumping in the music now after 10 o'clock. And it's like, <laughs> this is not. A dance club. Like, if I wanted to hear that, I would have went to a dance club. But I'm not. I don't know right. what that is. That's why, why it, was, it was so nice when it was just calm. Right. Or classic rock played at a normal level. And um, my message to this girl, if she listens to this podcast... I'm sure she does. Uh, ...would be, if you want to do that, go work somewhere like that. Go work at a dance club. Don't... Don't pump it in to the to the barcade or to the sports bar or something like that where people are just not trying. They're not. We're not raving here. Yeah, 
Well, somewhat in her defense, the Barcade is it's kind of a hippie joint, I guess. Yeah. So if you want to play some weird hippie music, that's fine. But we don't have to turn it up so loud. Right. You know what I mean? Right. I want to be able to chat with my, with my buds, you know? And John being such a jerk. <laughs> I wish I could remember exactly what he said because it was much more offensive than what I just said. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, so back to Bubble Bobble. Yeah. Uh, this is actually a game I requested to do, talk about this game. We were talking about what game we were going to talk about. And this is one of my all-time favorite games. And it's funny because I never owned it as a kid. But I played it all the time. It was one of my favorite rentals. And I probably rented it more than anybody else from that trailer that we've it talked was about. Never there. I always wanted it. <laughs> <laughs> so I rented it was it was a good competition between renting I rented two different titles a lot. And it was that one and Super Mario Brothers two. Now I eventually got Super Mario Brothers two for Christmas one year. So I stopped renting that, but I continued to rent Bubble Bobble. My parents never got the message, though, that maybe that would be a good Christmas present. <laughs> I'm renting it. They probably spent way more on renting it than uh, renting it for me than they would have if they just invested in the game. But so uh, Is this your quest for the card? Uh, I'm not trying to steal your thunder, but... Uh, you, you questioned for the trailer? You, you quested to the trailer? on a, Yeah. Was it weekly or bi-weekly? Did I rent it? At? Yeah, I don't. I don't remember. Biweekly, maybe. I don't know. I, no, no. I'll take that back. I may have not rented this game every week, but we went every Friday to the trailer mm-hmm. and got games. I'm sure my parents got like a movie or something, but uh, you know, I got a game every Friday. So <laughs> the anyway. weekly trip to the trailer. The weekly trip. You know, it's interesting. I wonder what happened to all those games. I mean, I know they probably sold them, but... I don't know. I mean, in movies and stuff, it's just... Yeah. Where does that stuff go? Because you, you can't sell everything. Surely not. Yeah. If we'd only known back then that we would be playing it as 30-year-old men, that we should have bought them all as... I say that to myself they, every day. When they sell out. When they sold out. So... I'm sure we're not the only ones that say that, but yeah. I say it every day. Yeah. Do you remember the big plastic cases that they came in? Yeah, I've got. Uh, I've actually got a couple. Yeah. Yeah, I, I eventually got some for Christmas, I think. But mine said Nintendo, and where the they always put the manual in. Key the Segway, the manual. Oh, are you talking <laughs> about the game? The game discussion. Yeah, that I think was we, a really good segue that I didn't pick up on. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, we haven't had people complain about our segues in a long time. I think we're doing a good job. Must be. Ta-da, manual. All right. Uh, thank you for buying Bubble Bobble from Tato. I'm pretty sure we're pronouncing that wrong. It's probably Taito or something. I'm going with Tato. It's more fun to say Tato. Right. This arcade hit is now yours to enjoy at home. For the most fun, read this instruction manual thoroughly before beginning your journey. <laughs> oh, we have a comic strip. Oh, yeah. Hey. It's really blurry. I'm not going to be able to read it. Something the- about the strange, magical forest full of deranged delight. 
Oh, danger and delight. Sorry. Where everything is good to eat and jolly. Oh, sorry. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, I'll just give you the rundown of the story from the comic, even though I, I, I know what it is. These two dinosaur dudes are trying to save their girlfriends mm-hmm. from this magician-looking guy. So there you go. There's your story. Right. An old mage. Let's see. Controller 1 is Bub. Controller 2 is Bob. Bub and Bob. Uh, the Beastie Bursting <laughs> Wow. You can jump onto a bubble with a trapped beastie and crush him. You can crash a trapped beastie into a wall. You can charge into a trapped beastie. Groups of bubbles can be broken by bursting the one at the end. I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. I didn't, pre- I didn't make that connection. Stop a bubble by lightly touching it. You can group them this way and then burst them all at once. Hmm. Press A button to jump. By keeping this button down, you can ride up on bubbles that come from below. This technique is very useful for getting to higher sections of some levels. Now, this one, I have a trophy for. So, <laughs> okay. But I, I didn't realize that until yeah. playing it this time. I actually thought, <laughs> for some reason, I actually thought that you had to tap A on top of the bubble mm-hmm. each time to jump on top of the bubble, when actually all you had to do is hold it down, so... Yeah, that's stupid on my part. I didn't even know that they were called beasties. Yeah, I guess they're called beasties. I thought they were just monsters. Here's how you can score some points. Apparently, bursting seven beasties, I guess that's in a row, gets you 64,000 points. Wow. Yeah. We should have... I didn't even think to, like... See how many points I got. I gotta know what level I got to this week. I wrote mine down, so I guess oh, I win. Shoot. I, guess I, I win. completely didn't even think about the points. I, wish I, I, I can go ahead and say mine for the uh, listeners. It's pretty embarrassing. <laughs> so okay. I'm sure some listener could beat me. It was 68,920 points. So I could have busted seven beasties and uh, almost uh, four more. Mine. And beat you. Yeah, right. Yeah. Oh. But you had to bust them in a row, obviously, because I busted yeah. the beasties. I made it to like level 21 without dying. But uh, I didn't know how to, I didn't know how to rank this, rack this score up like this, you know? Yeah. See, like if you just busted them individually, you're only going to get 7,000 points. But if you bust them together, you can get 64. Right. That's Man. why I only got, I'd see, sometimes I would bust them together, but I didn't, re- I didn't make the connection that it, in order to get higher score, I needed to bust a bunch of them together. Right. Yeah, yeah that's pretty so, neat. Yeah. That, they're right. You should read to get maximum fun out of this game. You should have read the manual. That's right. Before you played it. Should have, should have read the manual. Right. There's bonus rounds. Magic jars appear on some levels. Capture one, and a special bonus screen appears. Gather all the targets in less than 30 seconds and score up to 100,000 points. Do any of those? No. Yeah, yeah. I did eat a bunch of fruit. Yeah, I got my uh, got my vitamin C in. Mm-hmm. Also, I ate a bunch of uh, French fries from Whack Donalds and emeralds. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if emeralds are good to eat, but you know. I like when you uh, you know you get the. Let's go down here to do the special magic bonus items. I like when you eat 
an umbrella, you, mm-hmm. just, you jump five levels. Yeah. So you have candy. When you get the candy, uh, you can blow, blow, man, this is a tongue twister of an episode. Blow <laughs> bubbles farther and faster, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool. And then the parasol, which I like to just call an umbrella, you capture one of those and you skip five levels, which was right. always one of my favorite ones to get. Right. Like as a kid, because I wanted to skip levels as a kid, but as an adult, I kind of, I'd rather just Right. You know, it's funny. It's like you play Super Mario Brothers um, when, like, the original. Like, used uh, to. I just used to warp it and be, you know, of course, when we do our speed runs, obviously that's what we do. You just warp to eight. You know, you go from one to two, one, two to four, two, and then the eight. Um, and uh, now I like to just play it all the way through. Yeah, I agree. Because you want to get the most out of your game, right? Right. So, yeah. And, I don't know. This one's not so much of a problem to me, though, because with 112 levels, skipping five, I don't feel like is is that doing that much damage, but maybe maybe you feel differently. So. No, I mean, you're eventually going to play them because if you play this game more than once, because you don't get the umbrella on the same right. level every time. So. Right. So. No biggie, no biggie. Let's see what else we got. We got the Cross of Power. You can summon fire, lightning, or water to stop the beasties. Right. Treasure box. That's when uh, you get that and a bunch of stuff falls out of the sky. Right. And the shoes make them faster. Yeah. Bub and bob, like, lightning fast. I like how you know, usually you got to, uh, to get shoes that make you faster, like a Sandlot reference, you know, like PF Flyers. Mm-hmm. These, these just look like loafers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just like some dress shoes. Yeah, it's pretty nice. They're pretty nice. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I don't know. There's a bunch. There's a bunch of magic bonus items. What was your favorite one? Uh, well, if you can get it, the Book of Thunder was pretty cool. Yeah. Thunder bubbles. Uh, like, yeah, you throw the thunder bubbles. Mm-hmm. Then when you uh, when you pop a thunder bubble, you fart lightning. And then if you the th- the key is. Is if you is to pop a thunder bubble with another enemy close by, and when you fart lightning, the lightning will kill the other enemy. Right. So. And actually, I don't know. Have you ever beat this game? I don't want to jump straight to the no. end. You ever beat this I game? I have not. I've never ever got to the end. The no. final boss is you. You use uh, you blow the lightning bubbles. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, well, in order to beat the final boss, you have to blow lightning bubbles and then fart lightning at him. Right. Um, so the trick, the trick I always like to use on that one, and one that I've seen a lot of people use on the on the internet as well, is to blow like a as many bubbles as you can along one side, one wall, and then jump all the way to the top. Yeah. And then just let yourself come crashing back down through them, and then you just create a wall of lightning farts. Oh, neat. Yeah, it's pretty effective. Yeah. The only problem is, until this most recent playthrough, I didn't know you could hold A, so I'd always try to have to be trying to tap A on my way up, and then I'd always screw it up. Yeah. So I've actually never beat that. I've actually never beat the level 100 boss. Yeah. I'm, so I guess my don't use my strategy, because I've never beat him. Yeah. Well, I guess I could have just skipped to the... Because um, on game FAQs, they, have, they list every password to 
every level. So you can just skip to that level and try to beat it, I guess. But I didn't I didn't think about trying that this week. So Yeah. So the Book of Thunder is pretty sweet. Right. I like uh I don't know. I don't know what my favorite is. I like uh, the fart and the lightning thing. Did whenever the you it's in hurry up mode. Mm-hmm. Do you do that automatically? Like every time you blow a bubble, you also fart lightning. I felt like that happened to me. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Hmm. I think you're right. I never really thought about it, but yeah, I think you're right. Okay, here's some uh, here's some hints and tips from the manual. These are probably pretty good. Yeah. Air currents move the bubbles around, so plan your shots well. Okay. I thought that, I thought that was interesting because. Um, in the game, the bubbles do float around, but on mm-hmm. each level, it's different where they float. Right. They don't always float to the same spot. Right. So on each level, you kind of have to figure out where they're going to go. <clears throat> so grab magic bonuses as often as you can. They'll help you overcome the beasties. Very true. Sometimes the best strategy is to let the beasties come to you. Yeah. I've got a trophy about that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Baron Von Bluba disappears as soon as you burst the last beastie on the screen. Yeah. Baron Von Bluba, is that the guy that comes after you whenever you it's in hurry-up mode? Yeah. Too long? I'm assuming. Uh, I hated that guy. I hated that guy. <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of the, the, of the mindset that I like to take my time. Right. And really think out a strategy. Either. Right, no. Yeah, especially in games like this, you need a strategy. That's what games like this, puzzle games, this Pac-Man, Tetris. You got, you know, you need a strategy, but then it gets the levels just keep getting faster and faster. So you can't be strategic, strategery. Yeah, you can't use your strategery. Bursting the water bubble can help you knock out many beasties. It is also a great way to escape. Yeah. I like the water bubble, especially on the levels where um, there's a bunch of there's a bunch of uh, platforms with a little hole in them, you know, and you uh-huh. ride it down like a like an aquifer or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And there's the the tip about farting your lightning to the uh, to the other enemies. Yeah, it's almost uh, it's almost like pulling Carl. It really is. Bob and Bob pull Carl's. Interesting, Carl's. They just got through eating some hot food or something. <laughs> yeah. It's electrifying. Yeah. No. Uh, so you can also collect the, level, the letters to spell extend, which I can never figure out why you spell extend. <laughs> yeah. I don't understand that either. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Extend. Yeah. Okay. Maybe extend the game into an extra level. I don't know. Uh, yeah, so there you go. Look out for some other exciting potato. Yeah. All right. You ever played any of those games? I have. I have. I played all of them, actually. Sweet. Operation cool. Wolf is a light gun game. Sky Shark is a flying around shooting game, and I think Renegade is a beat 'em up. Cool. I think. Yeah. So there you, you go. This game at all? Yeah. So how far did you make it in this game this week? Uh, let's see. When I played with Amber last night, we made it to like level 
30-ish. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> when I played by myself this week, I made it to level 57. Ooh. Because you know what happens to level 57? It gets impossible immediately. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know what I like is like the first 20, almost really first 30 levels are pretty much just about the same amount of difficulty. Just mm -hmm. easy. <clears throat> If you yeah. can beat the first one, you can beat 30. So, um, I didn't get that far. 43 for me. So Yeah, that's respectable. The nice thing about this game is it really doesn't want you to put it down. Like, right. It's if very you die, you can, you can go to continue and you just get spit right back where you were. Right. It's and very... It's, too. it's so addicting. It's one of those games, it's like... It's like Flicky, you know, we used to play. It's just like, like you can't put it down. And it's just like you, every time you die, it's just like so frustrating. You just say, well, this is, this is so frustrating because I know I can do this. I know I yeah, can do one this. more time. Just, one more time. Right. And um, it's just, it's, I don't know what the word I'm looking for. I, I don't really want to say catchy, but... I think that's kind of what I'm along the lines that I'm looking for. It's just kind of got a catchy catchiness to it that you just want to keep coming back to it. And uh, what do you think about the music to this game? Well, there's only one song. Right. <laughs> it just plays over and over and over again. Uh huh. Uh huh. But uh, I would say it's catchy. I don't think it gets old though. No, I it does. It plays doesn't. over and over. It's. Uh, I don't. It, it plays over and over, but I don't find myself saying, gosh, I wish this song would shut up or I'm muting the TV, you know? Mm -hmm. I can hear it in my head right now. Is that why you're bobbing and weaving? Yeah. I kind of like it. No, I do like the song. <clears throat> I feel like they needed to, when they created the song, they really needed to put the best song they could come up with. If they were going to use the same one over and over again, I almost mm -hmm. think maybe they created a bunch of songs. And then just yeah. picked the best one and used it over and over again. Right. I don't know. It's, <clears throat> it's pretty interesting. I like the level design, too. Once you get past, like, I mean, look, I think it's level, I've got all the level designs here. Level 9, where you start to actually get designs in the screen. And, like, level 9 is the, the old magician-looking guy. Mm -hmm. I like then, the popcorn. Level 13 is heart. Level 13 is for lovers. So. Hey, um, hey I wonder if anybody's ever ever proposed to their wife. Well, like they get to level 13, the guy goes down on one knee. Well, because you know, Bubble Bobble was their was their game. It's how they met or something. You know what I mean? Well, it isn't. It is meant to be two player. That's true. I, I did have a lot. I do have a lot more fun playing a two player. I, when I played it by myself, I was just, eh, you know. I played it with Amber last night. It was a lot of fun. And when I grew when growing up, I played it with Neighbor Kid a lot. I think, yeah. I think it was Neighbor Kid. I, there was some kid I played with it a lot. I'm pretty sure it was Neighbor Kid. So. Well, unfortunately and sad, I don't think I've played this really ever two-player. Um, oh, man. You can come over and play at my house. I think we may have played it uh, two-player at the dorm, though. Eventually, I think I did. But as a kid, I don't think I ever played it two-player. 
I didn't have any neighbors when I was growing up. Remember, I lived way out in the country. And that's, that's true. My neighbors were old people. They would not have. They would have looked at me strangely if I went into their house and said, "Will you play bubble bubble with me?" Your grandma played games, though. You she did, played. but she didn't live next door to me. Oh, that's true. And my dad wouldn't play this game with me. My dad played Mario. He played Tetris. He played Pac-Man. But for some reason, he did not like this game. So. Too, too cute for old Mark, huh? Yeah, just too too cutesy. He's a very hard. Right. He's a hard butt. He needs Mario. He <laughs> did. He doesn't like his dragon shooting bubbles. He likes him shooting fire. Yeah, I understand. I understand. So, so I want to talk about level fifty-seven real quick. Okay. I kind of brushed over it, but uh, it's. It's really probably a lot of people's frustration with this game. Okay. Let me see if I can pull up a screenshot of it. I'm pulling... I, I've got... It's not really a screenshot, though. It's a. Uh, it's on the game FAQs, or the level design layout here. I mean, That's fine. That'll work. Tell me if you get it. I'm going to see if I can get it, too. Great podcasting right here. <laughs> <laughs> Two dudes researching. Yeah. Some, people, some people say you should do stuff like this before the show. Us? Nah. We just no. do it. Here's a YouTube video of somebody beating it in 30 seconds. Oh, yeah? See if you, see if you can play it. Can you screen share a video? I don't, I don't think so. Try it. Here's, here's Try it. Uh, Here's the screen shot. Look at that while I'm trying to pull up the video. Yeah, there, there it is. Let's watch you uh, see level up games, typing into the search. Oh, did you see that? <laughs> yeah, okay, right. I'm stop sharing. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? Uh, we like to keep it pure. What was that site yeah. live nudes you had uh, you had pulled up there? Yeah. Mhm. Wait, wait, wait. Let's see. Hold on. Okay. Here I've got the YouTube video. I'm trying to pause it. I'm gonna try to screen share this. Okay. Okay. Let's see what yeah. happens. We may have to edit a lot of this stuff out. Yeah. We like to keep it pure, but we don't want dead silence. Mm, I don't know. It's pretty funny. At least we may see it. We acknowledged our dead silence. Yeah, can you see it? I see it. It's not moving. Well, I've not played it yet. Oh, okay. Here we go. All right, it's playing. Can you see it? Yeah, yeah, it's good. Now, see, the, the problem I have with this level is you have to go up top to get these guys, right? right? Oh, look at that. Oh, jeez. I wish I could have done that. Anyways, <laughs> you have to go up top to get these guys, but they're shooting lasers at you. So I kept trying to go up the left side. Because I couldn't figure out how to get the bubbles to stay in the middle and climb up like that, you know? Right. So I kept trying to go up the left side, and if you try to go up one of the sides, the lasers will get you. Right. So, I don't know. It's, it's, it's tricky. It's tricky. It's like a Run DMC. It's tricky. Right. So here's where I got stuck. I did not watch this level guide video. 
Okay. Shout out to all these YouTubers. Yeah. So right here, it's just it's a hard to maneuver level for me. Mm -hmm. So it looks like it looks like a Hubert kind of. And this guy right here, the red guy over here that he just killed, mm -hmm. he fairly easily. I had a hard time hitting him. Yeah. This is the arcade version we were right there, I think. Yeah. So, yeah, so there's a few levels in this game that are, are very frustrating. Mm -hmm. uh, what makes it, what, again, I go back to what, what makes it all better, though, is that if you die, you just go right back to where you were. And if you I mean, don't want to go back right that second, you get the password, so. Yeah. As frustrating as this game can be, the ability to just jump right back into it pretty much solves that. Right. So I, I get, it's 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 not like um like Mario where if you get, if you die and it's frustrating you have to start from the beginning and make your way all the way back. Mhm. Mm or Little Nemo. Right. That we talked about last week. In this game, you just go right back where you were. Right. So, it makes it a lot better. Right. Yeah. You know. I like it for all the the password being used for all its intents and purposes. And somehow when I do screen share, I just lose my video. Yeah, I noticed you know, that. What's going on there? Sorry to the people that are watching live. Anyone? Yeah, nobody's watching. Yeah, <laughs> dealer, dealer. So let's talk about the endings of this game. Okay. So there's two endings, right? So if you beat the game, you're a solitary player like I was as a kid. And you were to beat this game, which I didn't, which I'm glad because I probably would have just been mad. You get this screen. Bad end. This is not a true ending. Try again with your friend. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah, so it's really like almost like if you if you if you're a lonely person, this game is taunting you. If like if you don't really have a lot of friends, you know. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I lose it. <laughs> go get, go get a. Uh, go find some friends. Yeah, <laughs> and then you'll get the real ending to this game, idiot. <clears throat> well, man, these Tato uh, people—they're not very nice. Yeah, they're mean. They're mean. Uh, so if you get the true ending, you get reunited with your girlfriends. Yeah. And I guess you turn, you turn back into little boys or something? Yeah, you turn... Well, yeah. They don't really say that you're going to turn... I don't know if this is the arcade or the NES ending well, here. One of the versions you turn back into little boys. I think in both versions you do, but, but I don't know if the screenshots from the arcade or from the NES. We'll try. Let's put it up there. You get the idea. Uh, yeah, that's from the arcade. Happy end. Happy end. Maybe this one's from the NES. This one? NES? Yeah. That looks more like an NES. Yeah. So. Does that, well, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. It doesn't say, will this be, this is, for, I guess, from, this is an IGN picture. Yeah. Wait, look, what they're doing. This, this, uh, they're wearing shirts. One says Mama, one says Papa. <laughs> and Papa looks like he's wearing a Hitler mustache. He does. He actually looks a lot like Hitler. I mean, just, he looks like Hitler. But no, the characters on the left and right, the green one, the green and orange one, and the blue and purple one, mm -hmm. those are 
Bub and Bob. That's what they look like in the NES version when you beat the game. So yeah. yeah. So what is Mama and Papa here? I have no idea what Mama and Papa is. <laughs> the funny thing is, if you look at, if, I can't remember which one's which, but the blue one, the blue and purple one. Mm-hmm. His girlfriend is green and orange, so he's dating somebody that looks just like his brother. <laughs> oh man, don't you love it when couples get together and not even not not so much that, but when couples look like each other. Yeah, it's so funny. What's what I find really weird, and uh, this is a little bit of a tangent, but um, what I find weird is a lot of times people who have been together for a really long time start sure. to look like each other, even if they didn't right. when they got together. i got to plug this. My computer in. It's about to die. Hold on just a second. Oh, Justin is big fancy touchscreen. Doesn't have a good battery. And he can't defend himself. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Never mind that. <laughs> hey, you, you didn't hear what I said, did you? Something about my big fancy touch screen or something, I don't know. Yeah, I did. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I just crashed everything down here. That's okay. It's what you think about uh, moving on to some retrofitted trophies. Think, you got anything I else think, to say about the game? I think that's I think that's pretty much wrapped it up. We can go to retrofitted trophies. Let's, let's well, real quick though, before we go to retrofitted trophies, let's finish up and say uh would we recommend people get this game? I'll go ahead and tell you how much I got it for earlier this year at Player's Choice. I got it for $13. So at $13, would you recommend somebody buy this game? And I, have would. Collection? I would because I really enjoy it. I think it's a lot of fun. It's addicting. It's a group play thing. You have your buddies come over. And, uh, you know, I think, yeah, I'm, I'm saying buy. Yeah, well, say? obviously, I think it's worth it because I bought it, but <laughs> <laughs> I think it's worth every bit of thirteen. I'd go as high as I don't know twenty. I keep I don't know. I just think it's worth it if you can find it for any anything somewhat reasonable. If you feel comfortable paying whatever the price is, I think it's it's one of the better games to have on the NES. It's got a really good addictive, um, a really good addictive gameplay. It's got a nice little personality to it. Right. It's uh. It's a lot of fun to play with another person. It's cooperative, so you don't have to worry about getting in a fight with anybody. So, so it's ranging from like ten dollars to twenty-five dollars on eBay. So, yeah, so there you go. It's it's worth every bit of any of those prices, I think. And Bubble Bobble Two is apparently really rare yeah. because it's extremely expensive. It's super rare and expensive. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to get my hands on one of those, but I doubt I ever will. Well, they're selling it on here from anywhere from. Uh, to buy it now, two hundred thirty-five dollars or two hundred ninety-five dollars. So, if you got a lot of money, maybe you can buy that. I don't know. Did you ever play Bubble Bubble Two? I never played it. I never even. Yeah. I've never even seen it. Yeah. None but of the look, rental stores have ever had it. Right. Okay. Some retrofitted trophies. Yeah, retrofitted. How, how many you got? Well, I forgot to bring my notes in here. I've been just going off the cuff, but I, th I think I had three, if I can remember them. Okay. One second, okay? I'll be right back. You can go awesome. get your notes now. One okay. second. Have you ever seen a business idea and thought, why didn't I think of that? Do you like Dragon's Den or Shark Tank? 
actor turned entrepreneur, Jason Bax, talks to people about how they turn their surprising business ideas into dollars in a new podcast show called Self-Made Entrepreneurs. Who knows, it might inspire your next big idea. You can listen to the show, Self-Made Entrepreneurs, on Stitcher Radio and iTunes. Retrofitted Trophies. All right. You know what I just thought about? What was that? So we're back, everybody. As um, one of these moments that we take a break and we step away, but we're still alive. If somebody, like, just popped up to watch us at that <laughs> point in time, in that two or three minutes, and they just two empty chairs. <laughs> I think that'd be pretty fun. Yeah. It'd be really fun. We're just one of us setting... I, that's why I was just with me. I was just sitting here by myself. Yeah, I just one of us sitting here, and yeah. Okay, so retrofitted trophies. Yep. Um. All right, so my, I'll go ahead and give them one of mine. Okay. And that is, go buy a lottery ticket. And that is, kill an enemy with your lightning fart while busting another enemy. The reason I named this go buy a lottery ticket, is you always hear that it's easy, that you're more likely to get struck by lightning than to win the lottery. Hmm. So I'm telling this guy to go buy a lottery ticket. <laughs> After he's been struck by lightning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay. All right, well, my first one is, uh, this one is, I'm going to date the show here real quick. Uh, Dumb and Dumber 2 just came out in the theaters. Mm-hmm. So I watched Dumb and Dumber 1. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so my trophy is kind of inspired by that. It's called, oh, whole day. I was way off. <laughs> and that is, uh, try to climb the bubbles by tapping A instead of holding it. Oh, okay. All right. I like that. Okay. My next trophy is, on any le- it's uh and that is, on any level, just staying in one place wherever you start in the level, which is the bottom left-hand corner, and letting all the enemies come to you. And you just blow, get them all in a bubble, and then you pop them. What was the name of it again? Uh, uh, come to Papa. Come to Papa. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. If you're player two, is it come to Mama? I guess it could be. I hadn't thought about that. I just This is a single-player mode trophy. Okay. Uh, well, then my next one's called Bubble Chain, and that is pop all seven enemies at once. Yeah, I like that. Mm-hmm. And my last one is, if it wasn't for these pennies, and that is get the speed shoes and uh, kill all the enemies. And I say that because they look like penny lovers oh. to me. Okay, my last one is, uh, uh, dude, your girlfriend looks like me. <laughs> and that is beat the game. Mm. Beat the game with two players, but player one gets the trophy. Yeah. Cool. So that was that's all I got. <laughs> if you if you if your friend was dating somebody that looked like you, would you think you'd say something? I don't know. <laughs> would you just be creeped out? 
Would you be creeped out? <laughs> I'd probably I'd probably wait a little while and mm-hmm. just be creeped out, but eventually I'd have to say something. Yeah. Okay. And then they would probably say, "No, man, you serious?" Yeah. Then I'd go get a wig <laughs> and, just, and climb in their bed and wait on them to come home. <laughs> Very elaborate. <laughs> That's not creepy, is it? <laughs> okay, with that, we'll go on to uh, game rating. <laughs> All right. Game rating. So, how are we going to rate this game? How about um, type of bubble bath? I only know of one. Does it fit this game? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Mr. Bubble? Just because right. it's the Your bubble turn. bath? Your turn to pick a rating, then. Okay. Um, let's go with type of fruit. Uh, how about type of soap? All right, type of soap. Okay. All right. Um, I'm going to go with ivory soap. Uh-huh. Uh, it's a no frills thing. Not a, you know, there's not a lot of uh, there's nothing to it really, but it gets the job done. It makes you clean and it makes you happy, and that's what this game does. Not a not a high frill game, but uh, gets the job done, gets you happy. Yeah, ivory soap makes you really happy. <laughs> well, you know, happy when you're clean. It's you're happy it's, to be clean. It's the little things. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm going to go with uh, Cascade Complete. Okay. Yeah, because it's, uh, it's like the cream of the crop when it comes to dish soap. Yeah. For your dishwasher. Okay. For your dishwasher. <laughs> if you got one of them fancy-schmancy things. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, I think this is like, I th- you know, most people... Like you were talking earlier, maybe most people have or haven't heard of this game, but I would put it in the cream of the crop yeah. of NES games. I would. I don't know. We haven't ever done like a top whatever list, but if I'm thinking I'm taking a handful of games to Deserted Island or something, this is probably in it. So yeah, yeah, it's the cream of the crop. Much I agree. Complete. All right, let's let me give you this question. Let's see how you, what you think of this. If you had to pick a game, one game, and you had a choice to choose from, and this is the only game you could play on your deserted island, would you pick Super Mario Brothers 1, Pac-Man, or Bubble Bobble? Hmm, that's pretty tough. Yeah. Super Mario Brothers 1 is probably my favorite game out of those. But I don't think it would translate well to a deserted island. Yeah. I might pick Pac-Man. Yeah. Just simply because I feel that, you know, Pac-Man, I've never really dug deep and started memorizing patterns and all this stuff. Yeah. Uh, So I think if I pick Pac-Man, I could try to uh, master that game. Yeah. I think Bubble Bobble I would end up mastering pretty quick. I think Pac-Man yeah. would take me a little bit longer to master. And that would be my problem, I think, uh, with 
Bubble Bobble. Yeah, Bubble Bobble and Mario because Mario, you know, yeah, it's probably it's in my top five favorites of all time. But at the same time, it would get old, I think. You know, mm-hmm. the game I've probably played the most, and the game that I sit down and play all the time. But it's if I had to play it like every day, I don't know if I'd feel the same way. You know, right? So I, I would probably go with Pac-Man too. Okay, Pac-Man two? Not Pac-Man two, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we got some feedback. Listener feedback. We do. Let me start with uh, the number, the telephone number. Yeah? We didn't get any phone calls this time, but we got a text. Uh, okay. This text is from 586 area code. Uh, okay. They didn't say who they are. I guess Mr. Anonymous 586, but we know where you live. <laughs> Generally. Not right. exactly. Generally. So they say the most fun I ever had blowing bubbles as a kid was when I was playing Bubble Bobble. Hate the skeleton ghost dude though. Who would have thought of adding a survival horror element to a game about cute dragons blowing bubbles anyway? Yeah. Train. There's the train. It's 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 coming every episode apparently. Yeah. I I noticed we talk about the train, but since we put the music underneath us. Yeah. Now, you know, people actually don't hear the train. Oh, so we're just talking about a train randomly? <laughs> yeah, people are, they just think we're insane. They just think we're great. <laughs> it's yeah. all in our head. Yeah. Well, yes. from the forum, we only had one person comment. That was Fish Lips J. That his is pretty funny. Uh, I think that Bub and Bob could have found a much better way to get their fruits and vegetables other than breaking into a cave of monsters, which in itself is quite perilous, while at the same time arming themselves with nothing but snot rockets. Gardening <laughs> is not terribly complicated. That it is not, Fish. That it is not. It's true. Although they were going to save their girlfriends. I think we've established that. <laughs> it wasn't just for sustenance? No, it wasn't just for sustenance. That was just a perk. Yeah. Okay. So Facebook. You can find where that is. Mm, I didn't pull any of it up. See, this is why we don't like Facebook. For and feedback. this is yeah, because it's so hard though, because there's so many posts. Well, here's okay. Here's here's okay. So Russell Lyman says, "All I can say is amazing music." Ah, crap. Amazing music, man. That song will be stuck in my head for hours after playing. And Peter Panda started off with a f- unfamily, f- unfriendly, family unfriendly word. So, oh, yeah. So mm. I'm just gonna skip over that word. Does say, it? Uh, does it? Is it something that holds water? Yes. Okay. I should have guessed it. The level song is catchy. In order to get to the true ending, you have to play with both players. Then you would get a password to make the game harder, faster, stronger. Daft Punk reference for you guys. Nah, just more difficult. And we didn't even talk about that. The super bubble bubble that you play, that you can play after you beat the uh, actual game. Uh It's just faster, which, you know, 
nothing really different about it. But faster makes a big difference because oh yeah, it's hard to beat that. Like when the guys turn red in the game, mm-hmm. it's really mm-hmm. hard. Yeah. So, um, I think that's it. Do you have any? Do you know yeah, any more? I've got a few. I've got a few okay. here. Uh, okay. Philip Vaughn says, and by the way, Philip Vaughn's picture on Facebook, I think, is Bucky O'Hare, which is pretty, that's pretty cool. cool. Yeah. We, we, we talked about that game a long time ago, but anyways. Yep. Uh, he says, "When I was a child, these two, these two are the video game world I wanted to be. I guess he wanted to be Bubble. I guess he wanted to be Bubba Bob. Mm-hmm. Who doesn't want to be a dragon that can blow all an all-encompassing bubble that can annihilate whatever gets in it?" <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Uh, Clayton South says, "Good game. I liked it in the arcade as a kid." Which. Let me give Clayton a shout-out real quick. He's really helping us with the group. Mm-hmm. He's been posting a lot in the group, and he's been doing a lot. He's he's well on his way to honorary dudeship. We'll just say that. But he's been helping us a lot to try to get yeah, the group name out there. He's been putting up those cards, and I had those cards. I had a lot of them. Not all of them. Uh, I remember those cards back when, when I was a kid. Yeah, those are really cool. I may go on a quest to get those cards, too, one day. I have no idea what I did with mine. They're... Long gone, I'm sure. I'm pretty sure I ripped all the stickers off and Stuck bent, them all, bent them all to all to crap. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. Aaron Hickman says, or Dude Hickman, I should say, says one of my absolute favorite games on the NES. Perfect gameplay and a mm-hmm. great co-op game. Yeah. Also, I saw the Advantage perform the theme tune live years ago, and it was amazing. Cool. Whoever the Advantage is. Uh, and then uh, Ferg from the Atari 2600 podcast great podcast by the way mm-hmm. we should give him a little shout out yeah. if you like Atari 2600 go listen to his podcast mm-hmm. he does it by himself which is to me sounds daunting to try to tackle yeah. a podcast by yourself but he does a good job Anyway, great game. My sister used to rent the heck out of some NES games. While I did not play anywhere near as many as she did, she told me one day that she needed my help on the 100th screen of Bubble Bobble to get a better ending. I had no idea what she was talking about, but I obliged. Of course, it was the first time I played it, so she did not get her ending. <laughs> now I'm off. To, he says, "Now I'm off to comment on two dudes and a SNES to tell them how much better Bust a Move is than Bubble Bobble." And Fer- Ferg always makes fun of us for saying two dudes in a NES, so I'm going to assume that his comment actually says uh, two, dudes in- two dudes in a SNES. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which kind of right. sounds like it's not rocking. Right. <clears throat> the, uh, mm-hmm. the bubble bobble dudes would be blowing. Right. right. That's probably the noise they make when they blow the bubble. Right. SNES. SNES. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Is that it? I think so. All right. Well, good show, Mike. Good show, Justin. Oh, but Mario, that little incident that we had. Yeah, that was quite the uh, quite the incident. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so uh, you can find us, of course, on any social media. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. We are working on Instagram now. Uh, Mike put up our Michael put up our first post the other day. On Instagram, yeah, I tried to uh, try to do a video mm-hmm. too. I don't know if 
That's what you're talking about. But uh, yeah, the video is what I was. <laughs> apparently, it's it's mirrored or something. So I tried to show off my codebook. Yeah. And it says on the cover of my codebook, it says Michael's super rad codebook, but it was in it was backwards. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. we were not very tech savvy. So it said, "Kube." Uh, well, I'm not gonna go through that. Um, but anyway, Kube Edoc Dar Roops Repus Leakum 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 is that Leakum would be Michael backwards? I guess. All right. Anyway, so yeah, so check out that uh, backwards video on Instagram, and um, obviously go to our website, two dudes in a nest com, com. You can listen to every episode that we've ever done, watch the videos. There's also additional um, write-ups on there that have not been done by us, but uh, are pretty good. They're due to prove. And you can call us. And Michael likes to do the phone number, so I'm gonna let him tell you the phone number. Uh, it's 775-773-8761. Or, as I like to call it, 775-7-RETRO-1. Yeah. I think we should uh, see. We're coming up on Thanksgiving. I think people should send us, uh, call us, call into our show mm-hmm. and tell us what game you're thankful for. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, so call into the show and tell us what game you're thankful for. Well, we may also do a post on Facebook, but preference yeah. goes to the voicemails because we like to hear your voices. Yeah. You know, one time we should try to work it out where people could actually live call in the show. Yeah. We'd have to not do a show at 8 a.m., though. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but uh, that'd be pretty fun. Oh, wait. If you want it, tell us what you want it. What? Oh, man, you know what? I, I don't know why I always forget this, but we got some new iTunes reviews. Oh, okay. Back to feedback real quick. Okay. We got two new ones. One awesome Andrew Adams. He says, good, but watch the volume. Sweet trip down memory lane, but I have to turn the volume up to hear the commentary. Then my eardrums start to bleed whenever the music flares up and we go into the next segment. <laughs> But I may be the only one having this issue. Love the show. Justin, do you care to comment? I think that that was probably my fault uh, on that one. Um, because it, what was the episode? I, I forgot which episode it was now. Uh, the one before Little Nemo. Um, uh, Super Dodgeball. Yeah, okay. So I added Super Dodgeball. And it was riddled with problems anyway to begin with. But then... So I was going to do the put music right after the uh, intro to the segment. So if anybody's familiar with Audacity, our fellow podcasters will understand this. So you have different lines that you can put the, the, the songs and voices on. And so we had this guy that was doing our announcing on one line, but his recording was really, really low. So I had to turn it way up. Well, when I put the music to segue into the that new segment, I put it on the same line, which was turned way up. <laughs> so it created a deafening effect. So if you're listening to it with headphones, I apologize because that would that would have been pretty loud. Yeah, that, that, and if it makes you feel any better, awesome Andrew, uh, it happened to me too because I didn't. I guess yeah. I I didn't try to screen it or listen to it before. I, I published it, 
Yeah. So I just listened to it just like everybody else because Justin did the editing on that one, and yeah. it blew my eardrums pretty bad. Yeah. But you know what was funny is I didn't I, – I don't know why, but it just didn't seem that loud because I listened to it then. Uh, whatever. Sorry. No, that's okay. Yeah. I'm going to uh, – we will pay more attention to our volumes. It's really hard because everybody listens in different ways. You know, you may have a super nice set of headphones, and we've got, you know, cheap, you know, five dollar headphones. Of course, Justin, he's got his nice touch screen now. He's probably got expensive headphones too. But <laughs> my Beats will be here any minute. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. So we'll, we'll try to pay more attention to it. All right. Uh, this one's from Bert the Stormtrooper, who has also started to post and comment and stuff on our. Facebook a lot more, and now he's given, given us a review, too, so he may be headed towards honorary dudeship soon if he keeps it up. But he mm -hmm. says, uh, super fast delivery, show content just as described, great podcaster, we'll listen to again, A++, Bert the Stormtrooper, from accounting. <laughs> All right. He wrote this like, he kind of wrote this like an eBay review. Yeah. Like if you bought, if he, like he bought something from <laughs> eBay. Yeah, yeah. Super fast delivery, just as described. Nice. So, I'll take it, though. Anyway, yeah. all right. So, now back to actually finishing off the show. Are we finishing? We're pretty much done. Yeah. I think we've, we've told everybody where to go find us. All right. All right. So, here comes the noise. Well, you say it. You say that part. What no, am I? I mean, I'm, I'm stepping on your toes. I'm stepping on your toes. Okay. Right. Here comes the noises and the music for next week's game. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye.